Would you like to retire with enough? My name is Peter Guidry, and I am the host of the Retiring with Enough podcast. Start off the new year by doing something that will help bring the Retiring with Enough podcast to more people. A positive review of the Retiring with Enough podcast at your podcast hosting site will help to increase the ranking of the Retiring with Enough podcast, and that will make it more visible to more listeners. Thanks. Today's conversation will center around the question, do I live now or do I save for later? And I think today's quote is somewhat unique when I finally tell you who the quote is by. But here's the quote. The best thing in life is to go ahead with all your plans and your dreams, to embrace life and to live every day with passion, to lose and still keep the faith and to win while being grateful. That's a quote by Charlie Chaplin. Recently, I had a conversation with a young couple that perfectly described the question, do I live now or save for later? They're both in their 30s and they're both professionals. Mr. Husband stated that he was more likely to spend money on present you than future you, while Mrs. Wife is just the opposite saying she would be more likely to prioritize savings for future needs over current spending. So who's correct? That's the question. To help explain my thoughts on this particular question, I'm going to use a book that I finished reading recently called Dark Matter. In this book, a person's life was portrayed as a long hallway filled with endless doors. Each doorway represented a decision. Each opened door created a new reality and a new life. Each door represented a different life that was created by entering the space behind the door. I'm not a big science fiction fan, but I enjoyed this particular book and the perspective on life it portrayed. The story illustrated a unique way to explore the choices each person faces in life. There were five main points that I took away from this chapter of the book. The first point was that life presents an unlimited hallway of choices. The second point was that a decision, in this case choosing a door, needed to be made before life could proceed. The third was that the action of opening the door had to be initiated to complete the decision. The fourth point was that each decision opened a doorway to creating a new reality. And the fifth point was that moving through a new doorway into each new reality created a new and different life experience. So is there a clear-cut difference between embracing life and spending now, like Mr. Husband, or preparing and saving for the future, like Mrs. Wife? Let's take a deeper look at what each of these five points represents to our young couple. The first point, life's choices. In its basic essence, life is just a series of choices, and these choices can vary from unimportant to extremely important. For example, what do I want to eat for lunch versus what do I want to do with my life? Your lunch and meal is a decision that affects caloric intake for that one meal, whereas when you decide what you want to do with your life, that's going to have far-reaching ramifications. Studies have shown that reducing the number of decisions made daily reduces stress. 
something as simple as limiting the clothing options can have significant effects. Doing this means one less choice at the beginning of each day. In my dental practice, this was a no-brainer as I wore scrubs of the same color each day. It, it was definitely an easy and less stressful decision to wear the same type of clothing each day, and it required no thought or decision on my part. The choice of spending now, living for today, or saving for tomorrow is one of those far-reaching decisions. Mr. Husband's argument was that no one is guaranteed a long life. Why save for a future that may never materialize if one dies at an early age? Good question. My answer to him was that it would be a much greater tragedy for future you to arrive at retirement unprepared because present you didn't have the foresight and wisdom to plan properly. But I also told him that I don't think that it's a black or white decision. Most situations allow room for present spending and saving for the future. Saving for retirement through a workplace retirement plan means that the retirement funds are deducted first. It also means that money left over after retirement contributions are deducted is available for current spending. For more information about this, you can read the blog or listen to the podcast titled Maximizing Wealth Potential Harnessing Workplace 401k Plans. Money deducted before receiving a paycheck doesn't feel like income you're giving up because you never have access to that money. It's a lot harder to get a paycheck than set aside money for retirement because you could be spending that money instead. Studies have shown that automatic enrollment in workplace retirement plans dramatically increases retirement plan participation and results in greater retirement plan balances. So obviously the path of least resistance in this instance would be to sign up for the automatic enrollment in your workplace 401k plan. The second point is that life presents a series of endless decisions. In the book, Dark Matter, not only were there endless doors, but also endless decisions. Do I open this door? Do I move down the hall and open the next door? Do I, do I open the door and look in but not enter? Do I go back to a door previously opened and enter? In the book, the decisions were endless. Life is a series of endless decisions also. What to wear, what to eat, how to get to work, how long to go to work, whether to work or not work, etc., all of these are decisions that are made daily, and these daily decisions don't include any significant life decisions, such as, should I get married? What profession should I choose? Should I go to college? Should I learn a craft? Should I stay single? Should I have a family? Should I plan for retirement? Should I spend all my money now? And all of the endless life decisions that we are faced with during each person's lifetime. Hey, it's impossible to avoid every decision, but it's also possible to automate many of these decisions. Fewer decisions that need to be made each day equate to less stress. Many decisions can be automated and thereafter will require no thought or decision. Pre-planning clothing options for the week, pre-planning meals for the week, and pre-planning work and leisure activities help to reduce decision-making and its associated stress. Auto-enrollment in a retirement plan and automatic retirement contributions are two of the decisions that are easiest 
and can be automated and should be. Planning for retirement and implementing retirement plans are two things that are easy to ignore but can have far-reaching effects at the time of retirement. It's impossible to avoid decisions, but the more decisions that can be automated, the more likely that the stress associated with these multiple daily decisions can be reduced. Present living can be enhanced even without increasing spending or spending more today versus saving for tomorrow by reducing stress, pre-planning, and automating decisions. Life should be about creating happiness and reducing stress instead of focusing on spending. Third point, taking action. In the book Dark Matter, the protagonist not only had to choose among endless decisions, but this choice had to be followed by an action. Once a door was chosen, the protagonist had to physically move through the doorway into the unexplored space beyond the door. Unless the action was completed, no benefit could be derived. Does this mean taking action by spending now instead of saving for the future? In this instance, taking action should be interpreted as moving forward to implement plans for present and future needs. The best formulated retirement plan is only a plan. A retirement plan is only beneficial if it's implemented. The action of creating and implementing a comprehensive retirement plan brings each person one step closer to a successful retirement. For more information on that particular subject, you can read the blog or listen to the podcast, Avoiding a Financial Hurricane by Creating and Understanding a Financial Plan. Planning for retirement is one of those things that's pretty easy to ignore, but it's also proven that earlier a retirement plan is implemented, the greater the chances of success. Hey, I'll be the first to admit, overcoming inertia is hard. It's been said that a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So if you look at retirement as a journey of 30 to 50 years instead of being a thousand miles, then early stage plan implementation is one of the necessary action steps. Point four, opening doors to a new reality. Many decisions that we make have no appreciable effect on life. I don't think that anyone listening will dispute the fact that whether a person eats a burger or tacos for lunch is probably not going to change the course of their particular life. But think about this. Even the smallest decision under certain circumstances can have far-reaching effects. What happened if that same person meets a future spouse at the hamburger place on that particular day? So a trip for tacos instead of a burger would mean that the future spouse remains unknown and the person's whole future is radically altered. In this example, the simple choice between a burger or tacos has had a profound and life-changing effect. So if every choice has the potential to be life-changing, does making the decision of soup or salad become a stress inducer? For almost everyone, the choice of a burger or tacos for lunch will not be life-altering. But how about Mr. Husband's spending plan? The choice of spending now instead of saving for the future like Mrs. Wife will be life-altering. Money spent today is gone and becomes unavailable for investment, future growth, and compounding. 
For more information about that particular subject, you can read the blog or listen to the podcast titled Compounding Magic, Harnessing the Eighth Wonder in Your Finances. Saving and allowing compounding to work in your benefit are essential for future wealth creation and financial independence. Spending money on present wants and experiences is acceptable as long as future needs aren't ignored. Does anyone plan for a future diet of cat food as the main course? Of course not. Each decision in the present creates a new and different future reality, and the ultimate consequences of today's choices are hidden in an unknown future. Proper retirement planning and implementation don't ensure future success, but proper retirement planning and implementation can significantly increase the odds of success by shifting the odds in your favor. Creating the future reality you desire by making current decisions will provide the best opportunity for success. Nothing in life is guaranteed, obviously, but there's nothing wrong with nudging things in your direction and in your favor. Point number five. I felt one of the most unique storylines in the book Dark Matter was that each door that was opened created the opportunity for a new and different reality that changed the protagonist's life from that point forward. Each door and each decision was an inflection point that created an alternate reality and changed the future course of that protagonist's life. It struck me that each person has that exact same ability. Every decision that a person makes has the potential to alter and change the course of that person's life. No one needs to stay stuck in a job, in a position, in a relationship or a friendship that becomes toxic. Regardless of how we feel or what we think, everyone by their own life decisions can change and positively impact the rest of their lives. But what about Mr. Husband and Mrs. Wife? Should Mr. Husband continue living for the present, and should Mrs. Wife continue focusing on saving for the future? After listening to this podcast, it should become obvious that they can both make decisions that will alter the rest of their lives. I feel that the answer for Mr. Husband and Mrs. Wife lies somewhere in the middle. Mr. Husband needs to choose to become less focused on current spending and more focused on saving for the future. Mrs. Wife should choose to become less focused on the future and spend more time being present in the moment while spending and enjoying some percentage of their current income. The happy ending for their story is that they can change their reality and focus on happiness now and in the future. Every individual and couple is faced with the same question. Do I focus on present spending or do I focus on saving for the future? For individuals, it's obviously an easier situation to address as the person has only themselves to consider. For couples, it's obviously a more difficult problem as husbands and wives have different personalities, emotional biases, and financial biases. It's hard for couples to modify or change personal beliefs for the benefit of the couple. It's a known fact that many marriages actually fail because of the refusal of couples to change these deep-seated financial beliefs and spending patterns. So in the final analysis, happiness doesn't result from present spending, nor is happiness the result of current self-denial to provide capital for retirement. Each person and each couple 
have to come to terms with what is the best mixture of current spending and saving for their individual needs. Neither Mr. Husband nor Mrs. Wife is 100% correct. The correct answer lies somewhere in the middle. Happiness also lies somewhere in the middle for this couple if they can create a new reality where both current spending and saving for future are valued. And now some final thoughts. The question of spending now versus saving for later can present a substantial problem for couples, especially if spending patterns greatly differ. Life is a series of endless choices. Many decisions are not impactful, but some are life-altering. The problem is that the actual result of many decisions is not evident until well after the decision is made. Each life decision is an inflection point and changes the course of a person's life from that point forward. The decision to spend now versus saving for tomorrow is not a black and white decision. The correct answer necessitates a blending of philosophies, especially with married couples. Happiness is created if couples can create that new reality where both current spending and saving for the future are valued. My next podcast will be the response to a question from a listener that went something like this. Sure, it's easy for you to save and you've done very well because you made a lot of money as a dentist. What about somebody like me who doesn't make a lot of money? Is it possible for me to become wealthy over time? Is it possible for me as a common consumer to build a $1 million nest egg? So we'll explore that question next time. And as always, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to leave a review. And if you want to partake in an online conversation, be sure to search for the Retiring with Enough group on Facebook. Thanks. The information and opinions contained on this podcast are for general education and are considered general communications. Information on the podcast was obtained from various sources and retiring with enough does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information presented. Retiring with enough strongly recommends that you perform your own independent research and or speak with a qualified investment professional, legal advisor, or tax professional before making any financial decisions. The information and opinions expressed should not be construed as financial planning and does not consider the economic status or risk profile of any specific person, nor does it constitute an offer to buy or sell securities.